At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. The madness is here, and VEASAN experts are ready to take you through every first-round matchup. This is Betting the Bracket on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The numbers keep rolling in. The field of 68 is all set. This is Betting the Bracket here on VEASAN alongside Adam Burke, Matt Humans. I am Tim Murray. And we now head across town here in Las Vegas and welcome in Jimmy Vaccaro from the South Point who was one of the first shops in town to get their numbers up. Jimmy, appreciate you jumping on in such a uh, a busy day. What has been the action, what has the action been like so far over at the South Point? Any uh, notable uh, tickets coming in? Well, first of all, thank you for asking to be on. And yes, it's, it's a great time of the year now because you have something that we all enjoy. That's the NCAA tournament. And, uh, you know, the, uh, you could take a tip off from the conferences that played, you know, a few days ago, uh, how busy they were. So you knew with just that, that heading into the March Madness was going to be even bigger. Now, you know, it's a little different than it was a long time ago because now you have the phone accounts also. So it looks at times like there's nobody betting, but the phones are picking up all the action. And I think we've taken 12 limit bets. Uh, uh, those are 10000 a pop. Uh, you, you know, you look at these things and... From our side of the counter, there used to be a time, let's go back, you know, a long time ago, where uh, the people uh, who we do want to deem as smarter or movers or understood the line changes or whatever, uh, they would be out there in force. Well, uh, it's a little different this time around only because everybody has the information at the same time. So you go back 20 or 30 years and you just have people like waiting to see if they find any injury, waiting to see if they find anything that might be they could utilize in, in betting something like the March Madness. So what they did, they did that, but now that's all cut short especially with things like the Dawn Best screen. Uh, everybody sends out a, a power rating just about every week. So it's a little different now. And the, and the point spreads were so much higher with those 15 and 16 teams. But now it, it's not. I mean, uh, I think 20 or 21 might be the highest you see. Uh, naturally, it's different. But from our side, it's better. And I can tell already from the amount of money we took. Now, there's only like 12 limit bets, but you've just seen a lot of multiple tickets going out there, especially, you know, on the phone account. So uh, personally, I just uh, left Chris and he was in the back end with Vinny. And we, we brought in Tony Sinise, a great, great odds maker for years with, with Michael Roxburgh, whatever. So to get another point of view of these things, too, uh, Chris invited Tony in, which was a marvelous move. He knows exactly what he's talking about. He absolutely ha adds, you know, adds on to the show that you're broadcasting now. So uh, with all of that, I'd say uh, the first day, A-plus for the South Point. And I'm sure a lot of other places will be ringing in the same number. 
Yeah, you got a sharp group back there making numbers, Jimmy, with uh, Chris Andrews, Vinny Maiulo, and Tony Sinisi taking the uh, place of Richie Bacheleri uh, this year. How much mm-hmm. debate goes into making those opening numbers? How much time do you guys actually take before you put those up? Because you get them up pretty quickly. Yeah, well, Chris is the quarterback, and like I said, you can't have more than one quarterback. So uh, the, the thing that we've done for a few years, and now even adding Tony was a smart move. So it all comes from Chris, and Chris will say, okay, what do we got the next game? And then everybody will tell, tell Chris what uh, they think the number should be. Then Chris will make the final decision. But basically, it, it doesn't take that long once you get organized, as I just said earlier. If you're organized, you can get through these things a lot. Now, way back when, where the information that like you have to look for it or find it, or whatever, and uh, the people who sent these things out, uh, you know, sometimes they sent out the wrong bet number, they sent out the wrong thing. So that stuff has been alleviated only because, like, there's so many ways to look at these things. Everybody keeps in touch with Chris, so he gets a lot of stuff every day from from people whom he respects. So, uh, yes, Chris is ready, because then he dictates pace, he dictates, you know, exactly where we're going with this kind of stuff. So, like I said, you know, we're ready right now. We're ready a lot. You got the numbers up. You got them up fast. We're watching the odd screen right now, and we got numbers moving. Jimmy, I'll see you out to South Point this week. I'm looking forward to it. You guys have great March Madness parties out there. I think this one's billed as the most massive March Madness party in Vegas, and you got the ballrooms open, I think, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, right? Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Can remember, everybody, even though it's it's Sunday, everybody starts going home, and they had just about enough of me and everybody else in there. So, but we're up to uh, like two thousand people will be in one of the ballrooms, and yes, you know, stop by. There's no admission, and so naturally, should there we should have uh, enough tables, even with the two thousand people. So uh, we have the kiosk upstairs. We have everything that you can do downstairs. You can do it upstairs. So come on in. I'll buy your breakfast. We appreciate it, Jimmy. Great stuff as always. We appreciate you jumping on. See you later. There he is, Jimmy Vaccaro, the one and only Jimmy Vaccaro. So we've got the bracket. we got numbers trickling out. And uh, like you said, Matt, uh, props to South Point. Uh, I believe the first one in town to uh, start getting their numbers That's been the case pretty there. much since we uh, started VSEN. I think this is going to be uh, this be our seventh March Madness. And uh, South Point's been the first up in town, I think, uh, all seven years. Well, but, uh, good odds making group out there. Great to see Jimmy V on the show. And I'm not joking. They have a really good March Madness party. Tim, you probably get uh, people ask you, where should I go to watch the games when I come into town? That's one of the most frequent yep. questions I get aside from who do you like? What are the best <laughs> bets? Uh, you get those? Yeah. I don't think I get any of those. Circa gets, uh, Circa hosts a hell of a March Madness party here. This is going to be great. Westgate Superbook right there and South Point. Those are the top three places to go if you're going to come to town to party. Uh, for the first week. All right, let's uh, let's roll through. We've got our beautiful graphics up. We're going to try to power through as many games as possible. We do have tip times, so it makes a lot of sense. We mentioned Alabama gets the winner of Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, Southeast Missouri State. Uh, a lean, I think, by you, Matt, maybe on uh, on uh, Southeast Missouri State. There you felt like that line may be a little bit inflated, but I'm fired up for this one, and it will be the first game of Thursday, 12-15 Eastern on CBS a old rivalry, at least on the gridiron, Maryland against West Virginia. These two teams met in the second round. I want to say off the top of my head, what was that, 2015? Uh, when uh, Mello Tremble got a concussion, West Virginia went on to win that game. So we've seen early action come in on the Terps in this one. This is the 8-9 matchup in Birmingham, Alabama. The number has trickled down, at least here at Circa, from two down to one and a half. Adam, I'll start with you. Uh, any interest in this one? You and I, when we saw this matchup, I go, this is going to be a war. That's all I said. I mean, that's the initial thought I had on this one. Yeah, I think there are a couple of things to consider. The first is, I mean, Maryland, you know, you think of them kind of in the same breath as Indiana, a team that was much, much better at home than they mm-hmm. were on the road. And they're yep. going and playing in a neutral setting here down in Birmingham, as you mentioned. So that kind of takes me off the Maryland side a little bit, despite the fact that we're seeing, you know, some Terps love out there. The second thing is, how does Maryland handle West Virginia's physicality? They're always a physical team. They're that press Virginia defense. They attack the offensive glass with reckless abandon, which is something a lot of teams do in the Big 12. That's something I'm kind of wondering about here, how this game is called, how Maryland plays with the physicality, and how they do playing in a neutral setting where they have not been a good team away from home this year. I kind of like West Virginia a little bit in this game, but Again, it's, it's so hard to just have snap calls with all of these games trying to digest all this information. Yeah, I lean uh, Mountaineers on this one. I echo a lot of the things that Adam said there. First of all, Maryland won two games away from home in Big Ten play 
all season, both against the worst team in the Big Ten, Minnesota. One in Minneapolis, once in Chicago. you got to prove to me that you can win games on the road. Terps have not done that. Uh, I lean West Virginia. I'm not sure that's going to be one of my best bets. We're going to move down the bracket. We've got San Diego State, the Aztecs, the five seed in the south region, taking on Charleston, College of Charleston. The Cougars uh, winning their conference. Uh, Pat Kelsey's squad winning 31 games this year. Uh, we've seen a little bit of action in this one. This game will tip off at 310 Eastern, roughly about. This will follow Virginia and Furman. This is in Orlando. Um, my early thought was to roll with the Aztecs here in this one, guys, um, against College of Charleston. Uh, we've seen a little bit of movement, as mentioned, on this number. Uh, it is four and a half or four, uh, depending on where you look. Once again, 310 tip time. Matt, I'll go to you first on this one. Aztecs and Cougars. Well, I just checked my numbers. I've got San Diego State five. Yeah. Uh, Charleston, I'm 31 and three team. Pat Kelsey's a really good coach, five double figure scorers. Three seniors, two sophomores. This is what you look for in a uh, double-digit seed if you if you think the dog can pull an upset. But when I watch Charleston, I'm not all that impressed. And if Aztecs can maybe lock this team down on the defensive end of the floor, I might lean San Diego State. But, man, the Mountain West recent history in this tournament has been ugly. Like I said, they lost eight in a row, ten of the past 11. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm probably not going to lay the points with the Aztecs, but I think they find a way to win the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I like San Diego State in this game. It, that was one of the first things that you and I looked at, Tim, was kind of liking this matchup for them. I mean, look, they've been a top 10, top 15 team in the rankings throughout the course of the season for Ken Palm and Bart Torvik. And one other thing that I think is really fascinating about this game, and there are some of these games in the first round, you've got some pace wars here. You have a Charleston team that wants to run. They want to push the tempo. They take a ton of threes. Over 47% of their shots are three-pointers. They want to run. San Diego State wants to control the game, play it at a much slower pace. But the thing about wanting to run, when you're the inferior team and you want to run, that other team is better than you on every single possession of that game from an efficiency standpoint. I think that's why I like San Diego State here. And again, you look at a lot of these upsets in the tournament, a lot of times they're jump shooting teams. Charleston fits that profile. But San Diego State, seventh in the country in three-point percentage defense, 29.2%. How many threes do the Cougars knock down in this game? And if they're not going down, they could get blown out in this game. Well, you mentioned pace war. We'll try to sneak this one in fast. 413 as we move down the south region in Orlando. 1240 tip time on Thursday. Uh, my first bet of the tournament, Furman plus six. Uh, that is down now, now down to five. Uh, this is a team that can score out of the SOCON. And uh, 33rd in the country in adjusted offensive efficiency are the Paladins. Virginia, snail's pace, doesn't play much uh, great offense, strong defensive team. I think Furman is live here, Matt. Is Vanderplas out for Virginia? Uh, do you know that? I do not know off the top because, of Because you know, that's something you got to double check. Uh, if, if he's out for the Cavaliers, I'm going to like Furman in this game too. Somebody mentioned to me yesterday, when we were watching games that uh, I think Ben Vanderposs is going to be out for Virginia. I've got right now, Virginia has dropped a few points in my ratings recently, and I've got the Cavs as ah, five point favorites, nah, yeah. six point favorites, but I, I would probably lean Furman. Real quick here, Furman, number one in the country in two point percentage offense, but as we know, the pack line defense for Virginia, that's the key matchup in this game. We continue betting the bracket. Adam Burke, Matt Newman, Tim Murray, come on back as we look at the bottom half of the South region. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting the Bracket on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. We keep it rolling here on Betting the Bracket, continuing to look at the South region, which will be the upper left quadrant on your bracket. Matt Newmans, Adam Burke, and Tim Murray with you. Real quickly, just a quick update uh, about Vanderplas. You looked it up, and he indeed, Matt, is uh, is done for the year. Yeah, I thought he was. He has a broken hand. Just wanted to double check. He's not going to play in the tournament. That's a big loss for the Cavaliers. And Tim, that's why you're getting fewer points with Furman than you hope to get. Yeah, it's down to five, open six for Furman. That's the 4-13 matchup in the South region. We had the Denver, Colorado, the 6-11 matchup as we move down the South region. Got Creighton against NC State. This will be a 4 p.m., roughly, Eastern time tip-off in Dayton, in Denver, I beg your pardon, on Friday. The Blue Jays, who were the hot team early on in the year, then faded, had that six-game losing streak, got hot again, and then started to fade a little bit. Opened as high as a six-point favorite. Now, Adam is around a a four-and-a-half or five-point favorite. Consensus five for the Blue Jays against the Wolfpack. Yeah, and three of those games during that losing streak, they were missing Ryan Kalkbrenner. So they lost the first three with him. They lost the last three without him. Since he came back, I mean, you know, they've been a pretty good team. And this is a team that was a darling coming into the year. A lot of people had some futures investment on them from the summer. Top 25 for Bart Torvik in both adjusted offensive and defensive efficiency. Can't say the same thing for NC State. I don't know if I want to lay the number with Creighton here, but I think that this is a team that is still capable of making a pretty deep run. Let's move to the 314 matchup. This also in Denver, Colorado. This the winner of this will play the winner of Creighton NC State. This will be 1:30 Eastern on Friday. You've got Baylor against UC Santa Barbara. UC Santa Barbara, a 10 and a half point underdog in this one in Denver, Colorado. Joe Pasternak's squad uh, wins three in a row here in Henderson, Nevada, beats Cal State Fullerton in the Big West Championship on Saturday night, Matt, and now they're catching double digits against Baylor on Friday. Yeah, Baylor's been fading here down the stretch. I've dropped Baylor a couple points here late in the season, a couple bad losses, but I'm not sure how dangerous this UC Santa Barbara team is. In fact, my numbers show Baylor 11 points better. Uh, Santa Barbara... Not, I've got a list of uh, Cinderella's I think can pull up, set or be really live as underdogs, and I don't have UC Santa Barbara on that list, even though I bet them to win the Big West Tournament. Uh, I'm probably going to stay away from the Gauchos in this spot. Adam, let's uh, keep on moving down. We've got the 7-10 matchup. This is a 1:40 Eastern start time in Sacramento, California. Uh, this will be on Friday. Utah State. Maybe a bit surprised to be not headed to Dayton, so uh, happy about that. They get to take on Missouri. Utah State is the analytical darling. I believe they're top 20 in Ken Palm, very high in the net rankings, and uh, just lost the Mountain West Championship on uh, on Saturday to San Diego State. They are a short favorite. You've got a 10 seed as a favorite here over Missouri. Uh, they are now a two-point favorite in this one against the Tigers. 
Yeah, this is one where I think there could be a lot of points in this game. Utah State is a team that shoots the three extremely well. They're top 10 in the nation in three-point percentage. And Missouri, over 44% of shots against them have been three-point attempts. So that plays into what Utah State wants to do offensively. But I think Missouri, they get inside really, really well. Dennis Gates is an excellent head coach. I think this is a game where I like some points here. I don't know if I love the side necessarily, but I may be interested in the over. The other thing is, to your point, Tim, Utah State, you know, top 25 team by Torvik, analytics darling, as you mentioned, I think they will remain the favorite in this game. And that's always an interesting thing when you have the higher seed, particularly a double-digit seed, as a favorite in one of these NCAA tournament mm-hmm. games. I'm double-checking something right here as we move down to the 215 in the South region. This will follow Missouri-Utah State's roughly around 410 out in Sacramento. You've got Arizona, your Pac-12 tournament champs, on what was not the prettiest of game, but the Wildcats were able to get it done 61-59 to here in Las Vegas, uh, I'm just double checking the difference in the number, and it is it it looks like it has corrected itself. Uh, a lot of movement here towards Arizona. They are as now a two touchdown favorite, Matt, against the Ivy League champs, Princeton. Arizona laying 14. Uh, for me, it would be favorite or pass just because of the s- sheer size for Arizona. Tim, it's like deja vu last year at this time we sat here and talked about purdue matched up against the ivy league champ and that was yale and with the size difference and how zach ed and travion williams were going to dominate against yale and purdue won that game by 20 plus and you get the same thing here you got tubelis who's 611 as well as tubelis and omar balo who's seven foot and i just don't think the ivy league team can match up uh, with the size that's what makes arizona dangerous i i don't like the way the arizona guards are playing right now but the size advantage here, I think, uh, makes Arizona the clear favorite. All right, there you have it. That is the South region. Any final thoughts, uh, Adam, on uh, Arizona and P- Princeton, which, once again, up to a 14-point spread? Well, I think this is another one of those games. you got a little bit of a pace war here where Arizona's a top-10 team in the country in pace, and they're going to have the advantage on every possession over a team like Princeton. So this is a scenario, and this is just kind of a general talking point here. If you're looking to lay big numbers in the NCAA tournament, you you may want to look at a team that's really good offensively, but also pushes the pace because the better team is usually going to dictate the tempo in a game. Meanwhile, if you're looking at, you know, a big favorite that plays at a slow pace, that's a little bit more difficult of a bet to make. So I think Arizona kind of fits the profile here of a favorite that can cover a big number because of the tempo they play at. To the East region, as we move forward through the bracket, the number one seed in the East region is the Purdue Boilermakers, your Big Ten champs. They will play on Friday night at 6.50 p.m. Eastern time. They will get the winner of Texas Southern and Fairleigh Dickinson. Uh, Matt, I don't know if you have uh, a number in mind for this one, but Purdue, once again, (laughs) size against probably the two worst teams in the field in Texas Southern or Fairleigh Dickinson on Friday night. Yeah, I've been uh, fading Purdue in basically every game here for the past five weeks, Tim. I've got a lot of extra money in my pocket from today's <laughs> Penn State plus seven bet. Uh, but in the first round of the tournament, that's might not be a situation where I fade Purdue because uh, I, I think they're going to be fully focused. they got a big size advantage. Where Purdue's going to run into troubles in this tournament is pretty obvious. Second round, likely against Memphis. And then if you advance, you probably get Duke after that. So this is not an easy draw for the Boilermakers, but that first game, he's probably should be a 20-point favorite. The 8-9 matchup, Adam, is one of my favorite matchups in this first round. I know one that frustrates you uh, because you've got Florida Atlantic, who is a ter- terrific story all year long, and now they're facing one of the hotter teams in all of the country, and that's not hyperbole. If you look at Bart Torvik the past six weeks, Memphis is a top 15 team in the country. They're a nine, or excuse me, the eighth seed in the East region. They're a two and a half point favorite. I bet against the Owls, much to my chagrin, it did not work out on Saturday night uh, with UAB. I'm going to bet against them here. I haven't decided if it would be money line or lay the number here. I really like Memphis, the way that they're playing, and this isn't a one and done Memphis team. Kendrick Davis, ladies and gentlemen, was one of the top leading scorers in the country last year at SMU. Did you watch him on Sunday? He put on an absolute show against Houston. Yeah, and look, this is exactly what we kind of talked about. Do you look at the full body of work or do you look at recent form? And for Memphis, their recent form is exceptional. And for FAU, you know, they lost a couple of games in the regular season. They nearly lost to Middle Tennessee and, and probably should have, honestly, in that Conference USA tournament, whereas Memphis has just... They've hit another level. And this is another one here to me where I try to steer clear of these games. 
Florida Atlantic takes a three almost 44% of the time. Memphis's three-point rate against is 43%. Games that will be decided by three-point variants are games I typically stay away from. But I look at this game, I look at Memphis and the way that they're playing, and it's hard to do anything other than be interested in the Tigers here. Yeah, I agree. Actually, Memphis is probably going to be a play for me here, but I might play it on the money line instead of laying the, uh, the, the small number which is what I like to do with these small favorites. So I'm not going to put that out as a play yet. But when you look at Florida Atlantic on paper, just you're not blown away by this team. And I think in the uh, the past couple of weeks, Kendrick, Kendrick Davis, with him back on the floor, the Tigers are a dangerous team. Tim, I was on a radio show in Memphis last week, and they asked me if I thought Memphis could hang with the top teams in the country. I said, yeah, Memphis can beat Houston. Memphis can beat anybody in this tournament. This is a dangerous team. So I, I would probably – I'll probably be on uh, the Tigers here uh, one way or another against Fort Atlanta. I know there was no Marcus Sasser today, but uh, I'll probably be on the Tigers here and against Purdue as well in the second round. Well, that's going to be the chic underdog pick of round two is going to be Memphis against Purdue. Everybody in the world is going to be on Memphis. Oh, man, I I don't want to hear that. I can tell you that right now. As soon as I saw the bracket, I said, well, here come the Memphis upset picks. Well, and think about it, too. Johnny Vella mentioned this in the first hour that we did. He was talking about some of the early futures bets that came in, right? Duke Duke. in the East, Marquette in the East. It's a clear indication that people don't believe in Purdue, and Purdue's really given them no reason. I mean, maybe they're a good team, but – Matt Painter is not an accomplished NCAA tournament head coach. Either. No, this goes back to what you brought up. Do you emphasize more how team the big picture or how teams played in the last six weeks? No doubt it's the last six weeks. Purdue might have been the best team in college basketball in November, December, and January. Hey, it's March. Purdue's not the best team in college basketball in March. So I think you have to put more of an emphasis on how a team's played the last six weeks. No doubt about it. Duke and Oral Roberts, my prediction came home. Primetime. CBS 710 on Friday night in Orlando. The Blue Devils, ACC tournament champs, and Oral Roberts, a Cinderella during the COVID season as a 15 seed on to the Sweet 16. Who will prevail? Who will cover in the first round? We'll break down Duke, Oral Roberts, and much more of the East region next right here on Betting the Bracket on VSIN. is betting the bracket on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our Big Dance Bracket and Betting Guides. These guides feature in-depth breakdowns on of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from decent experts like the one and only Brent Musburger and also the one and only Greg Hoops Peterson. Sign up today, get the betting guides, plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament. Only 19 bucks, so it's nothing. Head over to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Alongside Matt Humans, Adam Burke, I am Tim Murray. We are betting the bracket. If you're wondering, oh my gosh, you guys aren't going to get through all these games. Don't worry. Coming up top of the hour, Wes Reynolds stick standing by to give you a full breakdown of Indiana women's basketball and probably the other games of this NCAA tournament as well. Ben Wilson, a part of that breakdown, as is Danny Burke. But let's keep it rolling, guys. I think one of the most intriguing matchups of the first round is Duke, the ACC tournament champ, getting hot at the right time. And Oral Roberts, who has basically been hot the entire season. Oral Roberts, who went unscathed through the Summit League, 30-14, and did not lose a game in that conference, and they are taking on the Duke Blue Devils. 23rd in the country are the Oral Roberts Eagles in adjusted offensive efficiency, but we have seen a steady stream of money Coming in on the Blue Devils, Matt, out of the shoot here. Number at six and a half for Duke. Okay, so when uh, Ohio State won the Big Ten tournament two years ago, Oral Roberts was the uh, dog that we all loved here at VSIN. Do you remember how many points we were getting with uh, the Golden Eagles against the Buckeyes? Double digits? 18. It was 17, 18, right in that range, and now we're getting six or seven. That's the difference. So 
You're not getting a bargain here if you're going to play the dog. Now, Oral Roberts is one dog I was looking to play, probably a lot of other people too. You run through the Summit League, and you're 30-4, and four, and you've obviously got guys who have been here before. Max Amos, 22.2 points a game. Connor Vanover, who's a 7'5", 230-pounder, who can step out and shoot the three, and he hits a 33%. You've also got Isaac McBride, a junior guard, who shoots 41% from three. Oral Roberts is a dangerous team. Uh, in the non-conference, lost to St. Mary's, Houston, Utah State, and New Mexico, but those were all road games. I, I actually was looking to play Oral Roberts here, but Duke was my pick to win the ACC tournament. I love the way this Duke team's playing right now, and I really don't want to fade the Blue Devils, but here's the thing, uh, Adam, when you're looking to play this game, you're just not getting a bargain with the number if you like the dog. No, you're not. And again, I mean, this is a situation Oral Roberts shoots a three almost 46% of the time. Duke's a top 20 team in three-point defense. So Oral Roberts has to make threes to win this game and possibly even cover it, and we've seen a lot of line move on the Blue Devils here. Speaking of line move, and just a quick cor uh, correction, I said this game will be on Friday on CBS. It'll be Thursday on CBS, 7-10 Eastern, Duke-Oral Roberts, that primetime game on CBS. It'll be followed in Orlando, Florida, by Tennessee and Louisiana. Quick nugget on this one. Uh, this game, as Derek Stevens joins us at the top of the show, they open nine here at Circa. DraftKings open 14. They've met in the middle a little bit, a little closer to the original number here at Circa. A lot of line movement here, Louisiana is now a 10.5-point underdog across the board. Move it down. This is a fascinating matchup. We've got Kentucky, a team that for a little bit felt like guys was getting hot at the right time. They are taking on Providence. This also will be a primetime game. This will be the Friday night primetime game on CBS. You've got Kentucky and Providence in Greensboro, North Carolina. Kentucky laying 3.5, so a little bit of movement here on Big Blue Nation, Adam. Yeah, you know, you and I kind of looked at each other when this line came out. We said, eh, this looks this line looks a little weird, right? But Kentucky just being such a short favorite. I mean, Ed Cooley is a phenomenal tournament coach, both the conference tournament in the Big East and also the NCAA tournament. Kentucky, again, you talk about size, you talk about, you know, kind of the pedigree of that program. The line kind of caught me off guard being as small as it was, but I I would it sounds square, but I would lay it with Kentucky here, I think. Yeah, I think the number's cheap. Actually, um, I agree. But do you? how much faith do you have in Kentucky? This is a team that lost to St. Peter's in the first round last year, and there's a lot of pressure on the Wildcats to win a game in the tournament, which they haven't done uh, for a while. Uh, Providence may be an underrated team. Everybody seems like they want to fade the Friars every year. They always want to fade the Friars, but they find a way to hang in there. Uh, my number on this game, not too far off, actually, from what it is. I've got Kentucky uh, three and a half. So Providence, as a team who... Everyone looked to fade last year. I believe it went 3-0 ATS in the NCAA tournament, ultimately losing to Kansas. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the old uh, Jayhawk State, Kansas State, the three seed in the East region. They get Montana State. This will be the late night game on Friday night. Kansas State uh, right now backing in the market on the Bobcats of Montana State here, guys. This game is open 10.5 down to nine. Wow. Adam, I know this one intrigued you a little bit, so early dog action here on Montana State. Yeah, I think Danny Sprinkle is a phenomenal head coach for Montana State. I love the Big Sky. It's a conference that I handicap all the time. A lot of different teams, so you kind of see a lot of different things. And if you emerge from the conference tournament, you've played good offenses, you've played good defenses, you've played fast-paced teams, slow-paced teams. But in this game here, I think I might look Montana State first half and then Kansas State second half because one of the things about Jerome Tang's team during Big 12 play, if they were down at halftime, they erased that deficit very quickly in the second half. So that's what I think I'm looking for here in this one is maybe Montana State early and then look for Kansas State to bounce back live or in the second half. Did you like the Big Sky team, Montana State, last year in the tournament in the first round? I did. I don't remember. It did not work out well. No, nope, they lost by 35 to Texas Tech. I don't think this Montana State team is very good. Lost to Oregon by 30, to Arizona by 21 in the non-conference. I've got Kansas State uh, 14. Which better, which I'm not saying I'm going to lay the points here with K-State, but I'm, I'm not playing the dog. Two conferences that you know well, Matt. The Pac-12 and the Big Ten. Michigan State is the 7, USC the 10 in the East region. A little bit of movement towards the Spartans. It's now minus 2. This is a 12-15 game on Friday on CBS in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> uh, Michigan State laying 2. Not really sure what to think of Michigan State right now. Just got knocked off by the Buckeyes in the Big Ten tournament. Not real crazy about the way they're playing. And uh, I'm going to tell you 
My number on this game actually has USC as a uh, one-point favorite. So, The winner of that game will face the winner of this next game in Orlando, uh, and that will most likely be Marquette, but you never know. Uh, early action on Vermont, their opponents. The 215 matchup here opened 13 and a half at some spots. It is down 11, 11 and a half. Vermont is a team uh, under John Becker. They have been here before. Uh, they have not won a game since uh, Sorrentine from the parking lot against Syracuse in 2000 and I want to say five. But Vermont, not a vintage Vermont team, Adam. Take it on Marquette, who is a team that I'm actually looking to back. Not going to lay the number here, but I think Marquette has a favorable draw to get to Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I think so too. And and Marquette, a team that has some experience in playing in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. So we'll see if that benefits them as this tournament goes along. This is not one of the better Vermont teams that Becker has had. He had better ones in, well, you know, who knows what would have happened to the 2020 team, which may have been the best one he had. Better team last year. Uh, I just, Marquette's just hard to keep up with because they're mm -hmm. so good offensively. If Vermont can slow this game down. And real quickly, their defense is vastly improved over yes. the last month of the season. Yes. If Vermont can slow this game down, they can cover. But I think Marquette's just a really, really strong team that you know may be a little bit underrated in this tournament just simply because, as you said, their defense has gotten better. We don't think of Marquette as having a good defense. I got a great point guard in Tyler Colick. I would say that I want to back Vermont here, but if you're going to play this, you probably should play – Split a unit on the first half in the game. I could see Vermont hanging around for a while and then uh, losing contact in the second half. So maybe I might look to play the first half here. Catamounts start four guards, and they shoot threes. And, they got uh, hot in their championship game. Late they, second right. half, they were just bombing threes. They could be a tough team to contend with. I, I'm not sure Marquette's going to blow them out. But. All right, that wraps up the East region. To the Midwest region we go. If you have your bracket in your hand, top right quadrant. Houston, the one seed in the Midwest. This will run through Kansas City. You get Northern Kentucky, the Norse, uh, who were able to win the Horizon League. And uh, looks like early reports are Marcus Sasser, who did not play in the AAC Championship game, is probable to play in the first round here against Northern Kentucky. Uh, early money coming in on the Norse here, Adam. Number down to 19 at some spots. Yeah, and I think this is just kind of a correlation between the spread and the total where you have two bottom 20 teams in tempo. So just expecting a very, very slow game. You get a slow game, points at a premium. Taking the dog kind of makes some sense. But also, real quick, if Sasser doesn't play, Northern Kentucky was a top 15 team in turnover percentage on defense. So maybe Houston throws the ball away a little bit in this game. This is a Thursday night game in Birmingham. Real quickly, uh, Matt, Iowa-Auburn in this one. Auburn opened as a short favorite against the Hawkeyes in Birmingham. Yeah, I like the way Auburn finished the season better than Iowa. Hawkeyes uh, kind of stumbled down the stretch. And uh, right now it looks like a pick -em game or Auburn won. I've got... Yeah, I've got Auburn a one-point favorite, too. That is a 6.50 game on Thursday. Drake and Miami. Maybe a best bet from yours truly. We'll get to Matt Eumann's best bets as well. It is betting the bracket here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting the Bracket on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Full-on sprint here on Bet the Bracket. Are we going to get through all of it? I'll be honest, probably not. The good news is Wes Reynolds, Danny Burke, and Ben Wilson standing by to continue your coverage of Betting the Bracket coming up at top of the hour, live from the South Point, I believe. Uh, let me get a, I believe so. Yes. Regardless, they'll be on the airwaves. Coming up top of the hour, Adam Burke, Matt Humans, Tim Murray running through our first blush look. We will get some best bets out to you. Matt has a handful. I have a handful as well, including this game. And I did not get the three and a half, which annoys me. Maybe it'll come back. Drake was the team I was looking very much to backing here. And they face a Miami team that has some veteran guards, a coach who is... Done it before, had a team go to the Elite Eight last year in Miami. The number is now down to three, guys. Drake, Darian DeVries, the head coach there. His son is their best player. Tucker, Mm -hmm. a tremendous shooter. This is a team that is top 100 in both offensive and defensive efficiency, which you don't see all the time from uh, mid-majors. I think Drake is absolutely live to win this game. You're seeing that in the market already. And uh, I'm in on the Bulldogs taking the points. He talked about the coach's son. He's surrounded by four senior starters, a 27-win team to beat Bradley by 26 points in the conference title game in the Missouri Valley. Drake is a dog I was looking to play here. Now, a lot of times now in March, uh, the public likes to play dogs in the first round and then kind of likes to play favorites in the uh, subsequent rounds. But the problem with uh, the dogs in the first round, we're not getting the point value, point spread value we used to get. Yep. You know, I was hoping to get five, something like that with Drake. I'll probably I'll probably bet Drake, but right now, Tim, at three, it just doesn't uh, feel like that uh, you're getting the best of it. Uh, so I, even though I lean Drake, I would like to get uh, something more than three, and this no- number did open a little bit higher. Yeah, three and a half down to four. Miami's one of those teams you're looking to bet against, too. Yeah, I kind of like the over here. Miami's offense is really, really good, and the, and the Missouri Valley did not have a lot of – top-notch offensive teams. So, I mean, while I give Drake a lot of credit for their defensive numbers, they haven't seen an offense like Miami's. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see how the ACC fares. They have really, through the numbers, terrible this year for their standards. Seventh-best conference, according to uh, to Ken Palm. The 413 in the Midwest region, that's the 512. This is the 413. Indiana and Kent State, the Golden Flashes, out of the Mid-American Conference, they beat Toledo. Really impressive championship game there. Uh, this game will be played in Albany, New York on Friday. This will be a late-night game. Kent State only catching four against Indiana, Adam. Yeah, Kent Reed, Kent Wright, Kent State as a uh, Akron grad here. Yikes! Not, not very thrilled to see Kent State in the tournament, but you know Akron beat him by 20 last year in the MAC championship game, so I guess turnabout is fair play. Look, again, we talked about this with Maryland earlier on in the show. Maryland was good at home and bad everywhere else. Indiana, good at home, not very good in a lot of road and neutral settings. So this number probably looks suspiciously short to a lot of people, but I think you have to factor in that Indiana is just not a good team away from home. And Kent State, very, very good team, very well coached, better offense than people give them credit for, good defense. 
I, it's a short number, but I could see Kent State winning this game for sure. Yeah, I made this Indiana 5, and I'm looking to take Kent State. And uh, Sincere Carey, the point guard for the Flashes, could be one of the stars of the first round of March Madness. Uh, so keep an eye out for him. By the way, this team lost 49-44 to at Houston and 73-66 at Gonzaga in the non-conference. Kent State's legit. I wouldn't be surprised if the Flashes pull the upset here. I'll probably be on this dog. Too. You could absolutely see Drake or Kent State in the Sweet 16. I would not be surprised if either one of those happen and you see them playing Houston in uh, in Kansas City uh, next week. All right, moving down the Midwest bracket, the winner of the Mississippi Pits, uh, Mississippi State-Pittsburgh game gets Iowa State. Real quickly, Matt, mm-hmm. are you looking to fade Iowa State? Yes. Okay. That's quickly. Easy, easy enough. <laughs> Moving on. Xavier against Kennesaw State. Welcome the Owls to the NCAA tournament for the first Great time story. ever. Uh, transitioned in from D2. Uh, once upon a time in the Peach Belt uh, Conference, I believe. Uh, they are now taking on Xavier. Uh, and the Musketeers uh, just got beat up pretty good in the championship game of the Big East. They're an 11.5 point favorite against the Kennesaw State Owls, Adam Burke. Kansas State, great story, good team. You know, obviously they, they beat Liberty twice during the season, who's another very, very good team. I don't really know if they're able to hang in here with Xavier. Um, but you know, for Xavier, I mean, you already lost Fremantle. If you get a big lead in this game, how much harder do you push it? And does that maybe leave kind of Kennesaw State with a chance later on in the game to cover the number? Probably not a game I'll have any investment in, though. If anyone likes the uh, Ken Palm luck factor, uh, Kennesaw State, according to Ken Palm, is the second luckiest team in college basketball. The luckiest team, UNC Asheville, who plays UCLA in the 215 game in the West region. 7-10 matchup, Matt, in the Midwest, Texas A&M against Penn State. I believe, if I have this correct, no, it is not. Uh, Texas A&M is one of two seven seeds that are actually favored Two ten seeds are favorites as well coincidentally both of those being mountain west teams boise state over northwestern which we'll get to momentarily utah state over missouri but matt here in this spot texas a&m is right now laying i believe three and a half against penn state who had the magical run towards Mm -hmm. the uh to the big uh, 10 championship and texas a&m on the other hand they made the sec championship and got blown out. Yes, they did. And I was not surprised. I, I think Texas A&M's a mediocre team. And uh, I'm not going to look to play many Big Ten teams in this tournament. In fact, I'm going to be fading more Big Ten teams and playing on them. But Penn State's one I might look to play, and not just because they made a big run this week. I like the way the Nittany Lions shoot the three. I don't think A&M's got the inside strength to exploit Penn State's weakness. Uh, the one thing I worry about is the Nittany Lions playing four games in four days to get to the Big Ten title game, and then uh, made that big rally, came up a little bit short against Purdue. But I like the team like this that can shoot the three. Even though they don't have much inside, that's not the Aggie strength. And I think uh, Texas A&M's a little phony here, so I'm probably going to be on Penn State. I'll see if this number ticks up a little bit. It's actually ticked down, open three and a half, I believe, at DraftKings, down to two and a half. Still some threes out there, A bunch there, of though. threes out there. You know, mm-hmm. it might go back to three and a half. This is very early in the process with a lot of sharp money coming in. The public has not checked in on these games yet. There is no doubt about that yet. 215 matchup, Adam. We've got Texas and Colgate. This is, once again, the Midwest region. Colgate's been here before. Uh, Matt Langle's squad is a team that can score. Don't know if they can defend anything, but they could score. Top 50 team in offensive efficiency. Number one in the country in both effective field goal percentage and three-point field goal percentage are the Colgate Raiders out of Hamilton, New York, the Patriot League champs. They covered last year in the first round against Wisconsin. They are catching 13. It's still cash a ticket, though. (laughs) (laughs) 67-60. 13.5 is the number right now, Texas and Colgate. I wouldn't be totally shocked if this game plays out like Colgate's game against Arkansas a couple of years ago, where that game was close. I think maybe tied at halftime or at least a one possession game. And then Arkansas just took over in the second half. They won the game by 17 Colgate. Just, they have to shoot threes. They shoot the three at 41%. So they're very, very good at doing it. But obviously you're stepping up in class here in a huge way, playing a big 12 team. To me, this sort of feels like Colgate kind of hangs around for a while. Yep. And then gets blown out in the second half. Whether or not they get blown out by more than 14 points, I don't know. But I think that's probably how this game plays out. And maybe you get a Texas second half number or something like that. I'm going to play Colgate here. Uh, 2019 lost to Tennessee by 7. 2021 lost to Arkansas by 17. That was a tight game into the second half. Lost to Wisconsin by 7 last year. 
I'm going to play the uh, Raiders in the first half and the game here because this is a this is a dog, I, double digit dog. I actually think it pull off the outright upset if they're hot from three. And this might be the uh, last run for Matt Langle, uh, the head coach there, who's done a phenomenal job turning that program around. All right. Full breakdown in the West region coming up top of the hour. Uh, Wes, Ben, and Danny will lead off their show with the West region. Uh, let's run through, Matt. You do have two games in the West region that are among your five initial best bets. So let's uh, run through them right now. I get to Arkansas. I uh, laid two right away. I knew I was going to want, want this matchup. Arkansas, Illinois, Illini, a team to fade here down the stretch. Don't really have a point guard. And uh, Eric Musselman off that blown 13-point lead in the SEC tournament. Uh, he's going to be fuming here going into this game. I like the Razorbacks minus three against the Illini. I like the Northwestern Purple Cats plus one against Boise State. Uh, those are two games in the West. I'm also going to take the points with uh, Rick Pitino in his last ride here with the Gales. Iona plus nine and a half against Connecticut. That number opened 11. Not getting the best of it now, but I'll still take nine and a half. And uh, Tim, go all, ahead. With all your three. Best I just want to point out all three of those games. We'll get back to your best bets in the West region: Arkansas, Illinois, the eight nine, okay. UConn, Iona, the four thirteen, Northwestern, Boise State, the seven ten. Your other two, Matt. Uh, and the play-in games, Texas Southern minus two, Arizona State minus one. All right, real quickly, I'll run through mine. We mentioned uh, these Memphis, uh, find the cheapest money line out there. Uh, I think, unfortunately, for Florida Atlantic, it's just a bad spot. I'll take minus 145 on the money line. Uh, like Mac mentioned, you're getting a really suppressed number, so maybe you wait, and maybe we get a better number with Drake and Furman, but both of those dogs, in my opinion, 413 in the South region, Furman and uh, the 12 seed in the Midwest, are live in my opinion adam burke last word last word we're going to do some region breakdowns yes. on the Beeson college basketball betting podcast so that's coming your way this week full breakdown of the west region and also all of the games coming up top of the hour with wes reynolds ben wilson and danny burke this has been betting the bracket at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.